I have been obsessed with the blind items trend on TikTok and felt like YT Mama Drama was my little sliver of online sleuthing. I used to look at the website religiously and after I would watch a vlog, I knew I could go onto the website and find the gossip. What was so crazy about the site at its prime was that there were the level-headed people who didn't like overstep and go for the jugular and then there were the crazy people who like found addresses and reported to cps and stuff it was crazy and i never posted anything on the site or made an account and i think reporting people who take proper care of their children is ridiculous i had started writing this a few months ago but was re-inspired to pick it up following the dad challenge podcasts video on cam and fam after stopping watching family vloggers, she was one that I continued to watch because of her situation and because of her calmness and relatability. Like, I remember when she moved into her house and painted her kitchen table with her kids. I was in, like, a really weird place when I watched that video, and after that, I painted my table, like, doodled on it, and I think it's something I'm going to continue to do when I move. I just thought back to, like, myself as a kid doing homework on the kitchen table and it bleeding through because of how deep I would use the table and, like, write with a pencil and getting reprimanded and the thought of how you could really make something so integral to your life, like a kitchen table, customizable and more of an anecdote. Anyways, her doing that reminded me of the basics of gentle parenting and how important that is to instill in children. But in her video about family vlogging and the Dad Challenge podcast's reaction, they talk about YT Mama drama and how toxic it was. And I think about what people were saying in response to her situation with her husband taking his life and how awful the things were and how if she was reading that, it could really take a toll on her. This website has brought attention to so many crazy things. I think of fathering autism and the fact that he had a child that he knew nothing about and how like this site has played a pivotal role in exposing so many families. They would find marriage licenses, link legal reports. They would track down the validity of their campaigns. They would reach out to family members, child protective services, and their HOAs of their neighborhoods. I can literally give examples of each of these situations. They searched and found Brittany and Baby's marriage license with Frank and the timeline of their relationship. Like they connected the dots with that date and they could determine why it was moving so fast. And speaking of Brittany and Baby, there's a scandal of hers a few years ago where people believe that she wasn't donating the money that she raised for the disease her son has, muscular dystrophy, and that she was instead pocketing it. People would go back and forth about it forever, it seemed, but they were like contacting people just to make sure that she was donating the money. It was a mess. They have called CPS on multiple folks like KK and Baby J, whose forums was once a hellspin, like daily things and information were coming out. Their page used to go so quickly, like constantly updating. And some crazy things that they did um, or the people on their site realized was that one, they reported them to their HOA for not having a proper pool enclosure. It is a law in Florida, so when they called it in, it actually forced the neighbors in their area to have to fix theirs as well, and Karen and Qua ended up paying for it because they realized it was their fault. They also brought to light the blackface scandal and the N-word scandal. I think they went back to their Instagrams and found the image of Qua and Karen using the N-word. Something that I thought was crazy was when they found out about their hidden... Um, car they both had gotten luxury cars not at the same time i believe but they were hiding them from their audience for some reason which i don't necessarily understand it's almost like when everything you do is profitable and you share so much it seemed like such a small thing to not expose but they were pretty weird about it and then they like made the photo shoots with their cars their promotional photos for their podcast like trying to make a joke out of it i'm pretty sure they talk about it in their initial episode i swear i retained so much pointless information um 
They also honed in on KK and Baby J's history with theft. This scandal was crazy. I remember telling my friends about it in high school who had just started watching them. I've never hate watched KK and Baby J, but I do think they are kind of elitist and have a weird mindset on money and working. Like they admire billionaires instead of the working class. I don't know how to describe it, but I thought the situation with their criminal records were exposed was crazy. Like that was something I was never expecting to see them have to do an apology video about it it was just shocking and also considering how young they were when the events happened it was almost like not expected but like it was just a weird situation um yt mama drama also reported on the awful car accident their extended family was in which was so terrible and it was just got to a point where i was like how do these people find all this information like it was nothing i would have looked into on my own and it also reminds me of the blood items thing but to a more real level and often um I often felt bad after reading the site like I was feeding into it by just seeing what the people were saying but I can't lie it was super interesting so something about this website that I think I should touch on is how I feel like it also kind of held influencers accountable for exploiting their children like when they were calling with the pool closure for KK and Baby J it was mostly under the guise that they wanted their young children to be safe around the pool and um you see a lot of like negligence like i remember when okay baby when their kids were getting hurt instantly and like you see like with the ace family like that incident with austin and the young cousin and how there was like inappropriate circumstances like holding these people accountable for the things that they do because when you go to a youtube channel of family vloggers they have a very young impressionable audience and in their comments you see a lot of praise and a lot of up people uplifting them and not necessarily dissecting the things in their videos that could cause harm to their children's life so these forums were kind of like one a hellhole like a negative space but it also shed like shed light on a lot of important information like i think of what's going on right now with Bramty and her TikTok videos with her children and how she in a way takes their sense of security in their parents like so the children feel like they can't really trust her anymore because everything that she's doing is for content and it's it's just really it doesn't rub me the right way and I think that they really did spark this revolution that people are coming to terms with to stop these family bloggers from exploiting their kids and as much as it got really negative and people got really obsessive and really freaky there is some good in that and you can see it all coming full circle now with how much traction the dad challenge podcast is gaining and how people are starting to look at these parents and see the wrongdoings of them and it is crazy how much like manipulation and how much negative like negativity follows these people that choose to exploit their children and i think that shedding light on that isn't a bad thing either and i don't think all these people are terrible people or terrible parents or deserve to have cps called on them i think if anyone vlogged their complete experience of their bringing up their children there would be things that a lot of people wouldn't agree with but we have to keep these kids safe and money creates crazy situations and this site is kind of dead now but if you ever see something that you think is wrong and you want to know other people's opinions on it it's a good place to shed that there um i don't know if i've talked about eight passengers a lot on this 
podcast, I rarely talk about um, YouTube moms or influencer moms, but I just think about their situation and how they've done so many things that are so problematic to the point where it's so minute almost in the eyes of the government that they can't actually do anything about it. Like you could call CPS on them for taking the bed away from Chad or for um, taking his door away in the bathroom or for not giving Eve lunch or for um, sending him to Anastasia or whatever the place is called um, and taking Christmas away from the two younger kids. But that doesn't look like a problem in the eyes of the government because first off, they're going to go to this huge house and see a stocked fridge and stock cabinets and they won't see the harm in it. But I think when you put that money piece in there and the fact that they are their parents' ticket in a lot of situations, or at least Ruby's, um, that's where it creates the harmful, like the harmfulness because, she is sitting here profiting off of her children, especially her two youngest children, um, and then withholding their payment through a holiday. And she has this, like, thing where she's like, the kids are too selfish. Like, she never takes into consideration the mental capabilities of children. And I think it's no, no offense to the religion. I think it's something that has to do with the Mormon religion because I think of the TikToker, I think her name is like Swagatron Forever or something. Her name's Megan. And she was talking about how she grew up Mormon and how she learned how to iron clothes for men before she learned how to iron clothes for herself and like to be this perfect housewife. And it's kind of like denying the fact that kids develop at their own rate and they have their own, like, it takes a while to become fully mentally stable in terms of like caring for others showing empathy and sympathy and you can't expect kids to not be selfish at a young age and I think that it's something to do with their religion and they expect children to grow up way faster than they actually do and I think Ruby thinks that with her parenting she can just like do whatever she wants and everyone else can have their opinion and it's wrong but to me, I think the selfish one is her and she needs to really look in words and see how she's exploiting her children and depriving them at the same time. And I don't think that CPS should be involved in the situation of like, she's doing things that they would usually remove the children for. But I do think she just needs to take a parenting class and think about like the psychology of it. And I know she's trying to become a mindfulness coach or whatever, but there's like a lack of of compassion for her kids' brains, which I really don't like. Um, and not just talking about young kids, you can even see it in how she treats her eldest son with a lack of compassion for like teenage uh, capabilities and t what teenagers want to do. And I feel like that's like the first thing you need to know about being a parent. And I think a lot of these people shouldn't have been parents in the first place. Not that that's my place to say, but I, another thing that I don't like about Ruby, I'm sorry, it's that she looks at her kids as 18 years and that's it. She kicks them out at 18 after they provided her income for the past all like entirety of the younger children's lives. And they're just out at 18 when a child isn't just 18 years, a child is your life. Like you brought them into this world and they're looking to you for help and guidance and support. 
and for her to cut them off, especially financially, at 18 after they supply her income and will continue to do so once they're out of that house through her YouTube channel and Mod Station and how that adds up. It's very disgusting and gross. And I think that these people at the Dad Challenge podcast and these people on TikTok and other platforms who are combating these parents that are exploiting their children will get laws passed to help these kids because it's just not fair. And she's one that really pisses me off. So when you think about sites like YT Mama Drama, there should probably be some more guidelines and people shouldn't be allowed to dig into people's personal lives to a to an extent where it's damaging and like doxing and like an invasion of privacy but these youtubers do need um someone to hold them accountable and if it's this site if it's the dad challenge podcast no matter how snarky he may be it's needed and it's necessary and um i just want hope for these kids because i'm scared for all of them but thanks for listening